The Red 78. I think it's important that people don't expect too much because it takes time when you come back. It's not just the injury, it's all the other stuff. Available every Wednesday. Don't miss a moment of action. Subscribe to the Rugby Channel on the OTB Sports app and turn on your notifications now. Rugby on Off The Ball. With Vodafone, official sponsors of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us. So we're less than 72 hours away from Ireland's huge game in the Six Nations away at Scotland. The Ireland team will be announced tomorrow. We'll have full coverage of that, but I'm delighted that Peter O'Mahony has taken time out of his busy schedule to chat to us. How are you keeping, Peter? Very good, thanks. How are you, lads? Uh, you're talking to us because Aviva is giving one lucky Irish sports fan the chance to win a VIP experience for two people to every game at the Aviva Stadium from now until the end of July, which obviously includes some uh, rather big games, including the visit of England next week. If you want to enter, simply visit aviva.ie forward slash best seat in the house. Uh, I say your busy schedule. I've actually no idea if it's a busy schedule on a day like this, three days away from match day. What is the schedule like on a day like this? Yeah, we've we've had a busy day. Um we were in early. Um, we have a lot of meetings and stuff on, on. This is normally our Wednesday, so Thursday today with the Sunday game, and um, uh, big day of training. Yeah, so we finished training maybe just before lunch, um, and we we had a bit of stuff to do in the gym afterwards. And uh, here I am. Here you are, ready to rock. Hey. It's funny when I was saying you were coming on, anyone I spoke to, what, what age is he now? What age is he now? I'm like, oh, he's 33. He's like, oh, for some reason, for some reason, we all feel, seem to feel you're a little bit older than uh, 33. Uh, you've been around the block quite a bit. The one thing that comes up is competition. And this time now we see Ryan Baird is putting some pressure on. This has been a sort of constant throughout your career that people almost, I don't want to say take you for granted, but a new star comes on the block. We start talking about them, give them a chance, throw them in. Yeah, Peter O'Mahony's always in that team. How do you feel? feel about the the constant competition do you, do you feel you always needed or at times in your career have you, would you have had more comfort in knowing that you were a, an automatic selection oh look this <clears throat> this has been the way it is um you know in the Irish back row for long before I started playing with Ireland um you know you go back to people that played in the back row the team that I came into guys like Ferris and he slipped and Sean O'Brien and um you know the list goes on up to you know the current I suppose a few years ago. Then obviously you guys like Dan Levy, uh Jordy Murphy, um, CJ obviously. And then you're coming up into the group of, of back rowers that we have at the moment who are um, you know, uh, an awful shower of freaks is the only way to call them, <laughs> you know. Some of the best players in the world at the moment. And um, you know, it's it's uh it's a it's an incredible privilege to be able to play alongside these guys as as well as all the other guys that I've I've, ta- I've been lucky enough to take the pitch with. I was reading an interview which I think from last year where you, you were talking about how you pride yourself in being very coachable, uh, which like, it's such an important lesson I think probably for players of any age coming through that different coaches come in different ideas that no matter who it is that's looking at you you can say to them well whatever you want to do coach me and I can do it. Yeah, certainly is, and uh, look if if you if you want to have a long career, it's got to be something you've got to be able to play ball, you know, and 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 adapt and and change things. And I've certainly had to do that plenty of times, you know, be able to change my game. And um, you know, I've I've certainly always had, I suppose, the, the cornerstones of my game that I knew were very very strong. But I've I've always had stuff that I've had to work really hard at, and um, and and you know, that, that, uh, I've been lucky. I've had a lot of consistency. I've only mm. 
just found out there three coaches for Ireland, which is uh, you know over the space of twelve years, you know is is quite good. You know compared to my club scenario, obviously. Um, so we've had some great consistency. So um, and and obviously I've been very lucky with the coaches I've had. So um, yeah, look, it, it's certainly hugely important, and and it's something that is very important to me. What are the bits of your game then that you, you've really honed in on, particularly over the last few years where you felt, you know, Andy Farrell coming in, probably a, a slightly different style of rugby than what's gone before under Joe Schmidt. What are the bits that you thought, you know what, to keep myself here front and centre, these are the bits I need to improve? Yeah, well, well the, first of all, the bits you, you, you've you've got to work on to keep you there is the things you're really, really good at. Um, and, and that's what people lose sight of sometimes when they think oh, I've got to do this better and that better and, and I'm not very good at this and I need to work really hard on that and you lose sight of of you know every team that I've been picked for uh, or every player that gets picked for for, for Ireland at different points in our, and, and their club or whatever you could pick for a reason and, and, and you don't forget that reason um, so you, you first of all you need to work really hard on things that that you know that you're good at and, and stay at them Um and and then you can you can you can figure out little, little areas that you need to improve on, but but the, you know the big rocks are are, are where where most of your time is spent. It, those rocks have they been constant throughout your career? When you look back at trying to break through in your early twenties, the main pillars of of your character of what make you a player have you remained pretty steady with them? Yeah, I, I have, um, I have, and and. Um, I, I remember it goes. It it, it, it kind of goes back to. I remember having a meeting with Brian Hickey, who was coaching me in Con at the time, and and I remember he 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 kind of he wrote out the the starting Ireland fifteen, and then he wrote out another fifteen that could potentially pick for Ireland at some point, and then he wrote out a third fifteen, and I was in there, and and he said like, well, well, what makes you different to all these people that makes it, you end up up here, and and um. You know, I took away and think about it, and 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 you know, where was my age, and and figure that out, and then go after it as as hard as I could. And what and did you figure out when you were in that position? Then what are the things you thought? If I want to go from that third page to that first page, I I, I knew things like set piece were unbelievably important. Whether you go back to, you know, the nineties or, or or further back to the, to today. You know what I mean? Set piece ball is 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 ball you cherish, and 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 you know set piece would be a strong point in my game. Um, be it line out, be it scrum, be it uh, kick off. Um, you know, there would be bits that I would work very hard on, and, and I suppose there were bits that I that I knew I had to I had to be very very good at to get to get picked in in the teams that I wanted to be picked in. So there were areas that I went after. Obviously, then you 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 have things like you know poaching tackling your carry um you know these are things you need to you need to add to the armory or, or certainly sharpen all the time um so the, they were the things that i went after uh, you know it sounds that sounds like everything in rugby but um for a back row it's important to be to be over lots of things yeah uh, those freaks alongside you in the back row uh it it, it looks like it comes quite easy to them yeah, well, look, they've come in and and you know uh, they've figured out they've figured it out really quick. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, you, you guys, look, you look at guys like Caelan, You know, he, he looks like he's been playing rugby for you know 
15 years the way he plays you know and again you know incredibly coachable you know always picked out for doing things right um you know rarely puts a foot out of place josh no different jack conan you know you know you know identical i know that josh and and and, uh, and jack have been around for a bit longer but you know you see how good they are how dynamic they are how, how good they can be it's um you know it's 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 very very impressive and 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 it seems to be getting picked up younger and younger in guys um as i said caitlin is, is a great example of it uh, the talk ahead of Sunday is that maybe this is the best Scottish team of a generation. They started with two wins. You know, maybe previous Scottish teams would have rolled over with the way they started against France, but they fought back and were very unlucky not to win that. It, we're ten years on from 2013. I think yourself and Conor Murray are maybe the only survivors who started that game over in Murrayfield, which was a, a tough old day for for everybody. What's your assessment of of this Scottish side? And what are the sort of conversations you're having with Irish players who maybe haven't seen a Scotland of this level before? Well, look, I mean, we 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 do our work and we do our our, our analysis, obviously, and and, and we've we've looked back to look back over, obviously, November. Their performances there were very very good. Um, obviously, their last three games, you know, you see how good they can be with their attack, um, their set piece, um, you know. I don't have to go to the younger guys and say, "Well, look, they've they've really improved," or they've always been very, very good attacking wise. You know, we've know we've known that from from as long as I've been playing with them. It's it's always a difficult, difficult challenge to contain them defensively from our point of view. Um, and look, we look, we we're going to have to do our homework, and we know for a fact going going away in the Six Nations is a very difficult thing to do to get a win, and and to go to somewhere like Murrayfield is is obviously even more hostile, more difficult, and you know, guys understand that. I think it's it's important for the older guys to be able to, you know, tell the guys what it's like. You know, going to Murrayfield. Um, you know, you know, the, the obviously the anthems, Flower of Scotland, how hostile it is. Yeah. Um, the the anthems are obviously a story uh, <laughs> against Italy. Uh, Flower of Scotland when the when the music stops and the crowd just take over. Uh, now that you're uh, a bit more established in your career, do you do you pause? Do you enjoy moments like that? Do you do you listen to that? Do you think, wow, this is this is something not many people get to experience? Oh, it's it's incredible. It's it would be hard to argue that it's not you know the the, the best anthem uh, certainly from our point of view away from home. Um, you know, what the French anthem, Peter? I know, I know, I know. But when the bagpipes drop, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's an incredible place to be in Murrayfield, I have to say. Um, it's it, it is a, it is a difficult one to to pick out one, but so you're uh, going you're going Scottish, French. I presume you're going Scottish, French, Italian, and then the other one. The Welsh one is very good as well. When the millennium is closed and and the whole thing is rocking, um, it's 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 hard. It's hard. They're all they're all brilliant. To be fair, the problem but. with Flower of Scotland is it's so good you nearly find yourself singing along with it. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, Jeez, it's hard to refrain sometimes. Um, you have to remember where you are. Jesus, we can't be doing that. Uh, just on uh, that experience that you're bringing, then uh, there's obviously a huge amount of, uh, and there's a big leadership group within that Irish squad. Is there a, is there a spot in in the week where where you're the guy who's standing up talking to the group? There's a spot in the week if if I feel like there's a spot in the week for me to say something or or if I feel like I've something to say or given a meeting or or say before training you know it's not something that I've ever 
um, held back on. I, I probably regretted not saying stuff um, more so than regretted saying something, you know. Right. Um, and and the environment that we're in, you know, we, we want people talking, you know, and, and we used to have a tight leadership group. There's a big, big leadership group of people here. And even the guys that are in aren't in the actual one that we, we sit down with every few days, you know, there's, there's an incredible amount of leaders in the group. And it's really, really important to have that for, you know, for a healthy group and, a, and an ambitious group and a group that wants to win. I guess that's experience that what you just spoke about of regretting the times where you didn't speak, where maybe you didn't feel it was appropriate, that actually now you know that balance of maybe this is, my, this is where I step in, that actually the time for being quiet, that's over. Yeah, well, it, it's it's yeah, it's having a feeling of the group, and it's having, you know, if there's something to be said, it's it needs to be said. You know what I mean? And if if, if there's a player there that feels they need to say something, that we we want to have, we want to be in an environment that he he's comfortable enough to say it. So, no matter whether you've played ninety or hundred or hundred and twenty times for Ireland or played twice, you know, we want the environment to to be as of that. You just if you have something to say, you stand up and say it, and and that's what we want. With Ireland, certainly, um, I'm very proud of of some of the days that we've had. Um, we've certainly left left a few behind us as well. But um, you know, club uh, that's always all hanging over me, particularly. But um, you know, that's a conversation for another day. But mm. yeah, look, I've, I've been very lucky, hugely lucky with 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 the club and 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 the country that I've been involved with, and you know how many opportunities that I've got. Um, consider myself very lucky and, and very proud of lots of days that we've had but I think the uh, you know the best ones hopefully are yet to come The club stuff is obviously on a it feels like a bit of an upward curve again are you good at are you, have you been good at always parking the club stuff when you go into Ireland camp? Yeah look sometimes you say you, you say to yourself you to keep an eye on it or but it's, it's very difficult when you're when you're immersed in an international group like this. It's it's tough. It's tough thing to do to do both, and probably not the right thing to do either. So, um, yeah, it's something that that has to be done, and and you know your focus has to be on on the job at hand, you know, and and being being you know as a, as present in this group as possible. Uh, Peter, you've been good with your time. It is all to do with this best seat in the house campaign. VIP tickets to every match at the Viva between now and the end of July. Uh, do you would you go to games? away from when you're not playing do you like going to live sport oh yeah I'd love to yeah I took I took Indian TO to the Munster game last uh, last Friday night when I got back from training and stuff and, and um, that's something I look forward to after rugby is, is going to in Six Nations games as a fan and, and uh, you know they seem like great crack the weekends <laughs> so alright Peter great stuff thanks a lot for joining us Cheers, lads. Thanks. Peter Mahoney there, Aviva Ireland ambassador. He launched the best in the house campaign in Aviva Stadium where sporting fans from all over Ireland have the chance to win a VIP experience every game at the Aviva Stadium from now until the end of July 2023. The prize includes two premium match day tickets to every game at the Aviva Stadium until the end of July 23. A once-off €1,000 prepaid credit card, a signed Irish football and rugby jersey, match day earpieces and match programmes and all the information is on aviva.ie forward slash best seat in the house all our rugby coverage and off the ball is with Vodafone main sponsor of the Irish rugby team we all belong to the team of us rugby on off the ball with Vodafone official sponsors of the Irish rugby team we all belong to the team of us